Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. You really adopted the dark. I was born in it. Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. Bazinga. Two in the box. Ready to go. We be fast and baby slow. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. And we're recording. Welcome to the Mount Geekboard Podcast, your uh, favorite podcast where you come and listen to guys uh, talk, argue, debate uh, over their top four, Mount Rushmore's, if you will, of your favorite pop culture subjects. Today's pop culture subject, as you can tell by looking at your listening device, is the Mount Rushmore of baseball movies, because we are in the middle of a quarantine and... Uh, Opening day was supposed to be a few weeks ago, and uh, we didn't get shit. So here we are, and uh, we decided to give you the best movies, best baseball movies to watch during the quarantine. Uh, I am Neri Sainz. Uh, with me, as has been for the last few weeks, is Daniel DeBona. Hey, y'all. And uh, we have welcoming back. We have uh, Luis Diaz, who's been on the podcast, but not for about a year, we've uh, realized. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> and today, uh, per- first time meeting him, first time on the show, first time meeting him personally, we have Hunter. Hunter, say what's up. Hey, guys. What's going on, man? Hung- hunger with the G. Oh, hunger. I'm sorry. Yeah. I. Uh, why didn't I know that? Because I'm fat. I should. That should be like something <laughs> that I should have at the tip of my tongue at all times. Hunger. Hunger, what's up, man? Uh, both. So we have two guys from Tuscaloosa and two guys from Miami today. Uh, it's nice. uh, ironic that both the guys from Miami are not only fat, but both of us are wearing tank tops during this uh, <laughs> recording. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm barely wearing pants too. Yeah, <laughs> pants. Who wears pants? Um, all right. So, uh, how did you guys make your selections? Let's start, let's start off with uh, the bonus since you're at the top of my screen. Let's start off with you. So as I started to review baseball movies, I noticed they tend to just there tends to just be like two styles of baseball movie. There's there's the baseball movie that's some sort of feel good story, and there's the baseball story that's just uh, that's just funny. And um, I wasn't sure which way I was leaning, and I kind of came out with a little bit of everything. Um, I just. I went with the ones that, that hit me in a way that I can watch them again and again and again. Uh, so it, it was, it was this, this one was weird because I feel like a lot of these different movies uh, are telling very, very different stories and, and make you feel different things. So it was an odd list to come up with. But I think I got a solid one. All right. Uh, and uh, Louis, how, how did you come up with your list? The 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 four my four favorite um, baseball movies. I wrote them in order in ascending order of of how much I like them uh, from one to four, and I will be reading them in reverse order. No, actually, there is one movie that's in my honorable mention that I think is a better movie than one of them that I put on the mountain. I just I like the my I put my mountain of what I like, not better movie. Well, okay. yeah, I mean that's the usually that's the I mean that's kind of the debate that goes on in your head. Like, what do you do? You do you go with your head or do you go with your heart type of deal? You know what I mean? When, when we're making these lists, play this game for the perfect mountain, and I don't like them. Yeah, see, I, I've I've given up on playing for the perfect mountain a long time ago. That's why my number four is usually something bizarre and <laughs> messes everything up. There. Yeah, exactly. I, I do. I, I, my number fours are wild. 
I I use I usually go for like outside the box thinking in general, unless there's one that's like you know like we all had Goodfellas or most of us had Goodfellas when we did mob movies, and it's like I'm not gonna go left of center just for the sake of going left of center and not and not talking about Goodfellas, but unless it's something yeah. like overpowering like that, I'm just gonna go with you know with with uh, what I like. Um, you know, with I Corazon. I had World War Z on my list for God's sake, so we all know that's not. <laughs> Not dystopian. Uh, huh. It's pretty dystopian to me. Uh, all right, <laughs> and uh, and hunger. How how did you come up with your list, man? Uh, it was pretty tough. I've been watching baseball movies a lot uh, every year. I watch, you know, about twenty to lead up to opening day. Of course, I did this year because that would have just made me more depressed than I already was. But uh, so basically, what I went for was first the ones I find the most rewatchable like i have no problem watching them again and i don't get sick of them and then from there i kind of broke it down as far as which ones i like more whether it's based on what i think is a better movie or like louis said i've got one in my honorable mentions that i think is a better movie but i like my pick more than that movie right 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 um i've i've found that uh i i most most baseball movies have been they're either straight up comedies or or like super heartwarming Right, and, that's and, what I was saying. Yeah, like yeah. those are your two categories. Right? And, and there, but there's no like middle. But there's no middle ground. There's no. There's no. There's no action baseball movie, which is weird, right? There's there's none whatsoever. Uh, and then there's no last Boy Scout of baseball. <sighs> Wouldn't that be amazing? Like the, the game. <laughs> you need to win the game to save the world. Like that. We why don't we have that? We, you laugh, but guys. We, I'll we, be honest. We have that. As, we have that for hockey. We have that for hockey. <laughs> So he yeah. did, Louis doesn't know what dystopia means. That's hilarious. You talk about threat level midnight is uh, the one we have for hockey. Well, we have that one and we have sudden death. Van, <laughs> one of Van Dyne's finest, but whatever. I mean, sure. <laughs> I mean, since you brought up the office, Ryan Howard does pitch a great action baseball movie where he has to defeat Darth Vader by hitting home runs. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Eat fresh. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, uh, all right. And uh, and we they try to do a Mighty Ducks of baseball movies, and it just you know I don't know if anybody has a Keanu Reeves hardball movie in their list, but if you do, let me know now so I could kick you out now, and we could try to find Question. somebody else. <laughs> if if Air Bud died, and it was like my Marley, uh, me myself and Mar Marley and me, Marley and me. Marley and me, me myself and Marley plus Air Bud, is that the kind of movie you're looking for? Yeah, well, I could kill off everybody. I'm looking for action. I'm looking for an action baseball movie, and I can't find one. I'm still looking. <laughs> then watch, watch the the replay of Randy Johnson blowing up a pigeon. That's pretty action. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he decimated that pigeon. He's you, like that's the, that, that thing just deteriorated. <laughs> Look, do you, I do you think he felt bad? Era. Do you think he felt bad? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> the Randy Johnson feels much. <laughs> All right, so Randy Johnson was probably so happy. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's start off with our number fours. With the fourth pick, number four, round four. I'm in no mood for your wife's crack. Let's get it on. All right, uh, Deborah, let's start off with you, man. What's your what's your number four? All right, so for my number four, I uh, I went back to one that I feel like is one that I've not been able to meet a lot of people who have actually seen it falls more into the drama category um while not necessarily being feel good it's a uh, it's a dramatization of real life events my number four is eight men out 
from uh, 1988. It is a movie starring um, John Cusack, and it's about the 1919 Black Sox scandal. Black Sox. Uh, it's uh, it's a very very good movie that I think does a lot to to tell the story while keeping it interesting. Uh, it's not any sort of like big banger of a cast. I mean, it's got Charlie Sheen. It's got John Cusack. It's got Christopher Lloyd. You got Michael Rooker in there. Um, and yeah. Yeah. No, no big cast. Yeah. Yeah. It's all fucking, it's all nobodies. <laughs> it's all a bunch all of nobodies, please. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but, um, I mean, it's, it's, it's a very good movie. I, I like the way that they portray it. I like that it's portrayed as shoeless Joe Jackson like they didn't shy away from the fact that he was that he was illiterate and probably had no idea what was going on or whether or not he was actually going along with it. He was just out there trying to play ball. Um, It's just, it it tells the story very well. I think it does a good job of not necessarily painting these guys as straight up criminals. Uh, It's easy to, in hindsight, look back and be like, man, fuck these guys, right? Like they threw a world series, but um, it does a really good job of telling the story of, of talking about how like um, Eddie Ki- Kiati, I believe is how his name was pronounced. Is a picture. Yeah, there we go. Um, he uh, like he he had twenty nine wins that season, and uh, he was denied getting a bonus that he was going to get if he had gotten to thirty. And just the whole team was being treated real poorly. And it does a good job of turning it into an everyman story that are guys just trying to look out for their families. It shows how they were pressured by uh, the mafia of the time. Um, uh, uh, Rothstein um, is the the mobster that supposedly, uh, you know, set it all up. It, it does a very good job of humanizing the whole thing. And as a sports fan, like I said, it's really easy to be like, man, 100 years ago, some guys threw the World Series. That's ridiculous. What a bunch of dickholes. But it, it really does something to make you understand that, you know, if, if put in that situation, you know, what would you have done? It's one that kind of gets you in the feels, I think, a lot more than people might expect it to. And I, I, I like it a lot. It's, it's one of the first baseball movies I remember seeing, honestly, when I was younger that, that stuck with me. It was, it was actually the very first movie, well, the second movie, excuse me, that popped into my head when we started talking about doing baseball movies. So, uh, like I said, I like it a lot. They filmed it in Old Bush Stadium um, in Indianapolis, and it's just it's 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 a cool movie. It does a lot, and like I said, I think it I think it paints a very different picture than you might find out if you were to just go read the wiki on the 1919 Black Sox scandal. Look, you were not fucking around when you said you go weird with your four pit with your four. <laughs> hey, that's, that's all I got. Better. That's all that's I got. All. Like that uh, was actually one of my honorable mentions. So there was a time when I played for perfect games. I realized it's far more fun to use your number four to bring exposure to something like this. Go ahead and hang my back. Oh, that's all right. I was just going to say that actually, if we'd have done this, you know, six months ago, eight men out a hundred percent would have been in my four. And then I actually read the book. If you want to, if you ever read it, I'll lend it to you. It's pretty good. And, um, just the amount of things that differentiated. You know how people say the, the movie's usually better than the book. It's rare case, in my opinion, that the inverse is true. So that kind of ruined the movie for me. Otherwise, it'd be right up there with you. Okay. He doesn't need to read the book. He, he saw the movie. He wait, said. wait. <laughs> wait, you say that most people think the movie's better than the book? I mean, from for some movies. 
at least. I don't think I've ever like I'm not a reader. I I've all I hear all I hear about all I hear from these dumb people who who look at me, I could read. <laughs> these dumb people uh, yeah. know how to put words together. Yeah. All these dumb people who look, I could read and shit. All I hear from these fuckers is like the book the book is always better than the movie. And I'm like, wow, okay. Like I, I never doubt it because if you go, that's not true, then you have to be willing to read the book. And I'm not willing to read the book. So I'm like, okay, sure. I don't give a, I don't ignorance is bliss. I've said that before on this podcast. Ignorance is bliss and I'll I will take that's, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's just the douchiest way to say I've read a book before. <laughs> not I've read that book, just I read a book once. <laughs> part, of, part of the reason I think I've heard that is most of the people see the movie and then go to read the book. And so they're not reading the book from, you know, they're creating it in their head. They're seeing someone else's vision and then trying to translate it. I'll and give I, you that. That's the bigger reason that I've heard that at least. Damn. Yeah. So there you go, Neary. My number four. It's called Eight Men Out. Eight Men Out. Uh, all right. Right on, man. Uh, I've, 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 I know of the movie. I just haven't seen the movie. And I will tell you when we get to, I'm sure somebody's going to bring up another movie. The reason why this movie, Eight Men Out, didn't interest me is because there's another movie in which has people from this movie and I'm like from the story and I'm like I don't really I'm fine I'm okay I don't need I heard, okay. I yeah, heard him so, mention Shoeless Joe Jackson and yeah. I was like got yeah, it exactly. <laughs> yeah and that's the, and and that's yeah. the thing and, and and you know it's it's eventually going to come up and I actually went with picking one of these one of those two and I actually prefer this one to that one so I'll let one of y'all talk about that in a little bit but all right uh Louie what do we got for number 4 man rookie of the year all right <laughs> I, I I saw this movie when I was a child, and I saw it again. I think it's on Disney Plus or one of them. Uh, I, I love the movie, man. I was a kid, and I watched. It. I was like, I could, I could probably play for the Marlins if this fucker that like, can't even play right field can be a an ace closer for the Cubs. I can definitely at least ride the bench for the Marlins. Well, and, that's and true. Did, that's but. true. If anybody, that's true. Like, yeah, you could probably still do that. Even now, you could probably still do that. <laughs> <laughs> Ride the bench for the Marlins. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why you would want to, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, it does. It's it, being mean, being a Marlin is a very difficult job. You have to go in there. It's like every day getting mentally fucking heckled by nobody do you understand like it's like as a comedian you and i are comedians louis it's like going imagine going on stage every single day to an arena that holds two thousand people and 12 show up like it's fucking like it it fucks with your mind dude only the only the strong can be a florida or miami marlin dude only the fucking strong (laughs) what what would what would be worse like an audience that's actively kind of like groaning whenever you make jokes or just the deafening silence of an audience that's only got four people in it no i i will take the morning the groans all fucking day because there's <laughs> there's still yeah. that in your mind there's still that hope that you could turn that shit around you can't turn they're, they're four people laughing into a listening. roar it doesn't work okay. that way there's no like oh man <laughs> i crushed i got all four of them laughing like it doesn't fucking work that way there's no hope um but all right so rookie of the year you want to talk about it or is that going to be is that it that's all you're going to say that you you thought you could play for the mornings um <laughs> i don't know i like i like the move it, 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 it does i this is one of those things that has one of those like really in hindsight predictable you know like act threes 
that as a kid you didn't necessarily see it coming and now you go back and watch you're like oh well of course he's eventually gonna have to like find a way to win without his arm and stuff like that because that's how these movies work but just that whole like striking the dude out with the floater thing and the hidden with ball a trick. softball pitch yeah with the softball pitch and and the uh and the, the hidden ball trick to get the guy um leading off i mean like it was it was so quirky and fun by the end and it wasn't just about like this kid with you know like a a physical deformity that worked out to his benefit. Also, I loved I loved the cast around him. The the pitching coach was fucking hilarious. Uh, the dumbass owner of the Cubs, which makes you think, man, dumb people really do own teams. Nah, that's just a movie. And then Derek Jeter buys the Marlins and does what he does. It's like, oh, dumb people can own teams. And uh, Gary Busey was in that was in that movie. Gary right? Busey was yeah. the was the was the pitcher. Yeah. <laughs> you got a pitch from your hat, too. You got a pitch from your hat, too. <laughs> There's one, two, and you have... Yeah, it's a bunch of bullshit. That's what I'm playing for. Uh, yeah, they, uh, that movie had that... You know, the, the as a kid, I didn't... My, you know, being from a bunch of immigrants who are not Cuban or Dominican, uh, I didn't know shit about baseball as a kid growing up. And then... Um, uh, I saw that movie, and when I saw that hit on ball trick, I was like, "Is that real? Like, is that like I had to get confirmation from somebody? I'm like, is that fuck? Can they fucking do that?" And then <laughs> a few short years later, fucking Mike Lowe for the Florida Marlins does the fucking hit on ball trick <laughs> yeah. multiple times. Like it wasn't even just that one. Like yeah. he did it multiple times, and I was like, "Do we have Henry on the fucking hill? Like, can he not just pitch like a fucking <laughs> normal thing?" And I, I loved it. Did I fucking Henry thought it was run great. The yeah. <laughs> And then that's and then he went on to uh, come in a beer and watch Stifler drink it. <laughs> it's so funny. It's, so funny. <laughs> it's the same kid, right? Uh, it? it is. It's the same Isn't kid. The rookie of the year, the dude from American Pie. I think so. I mean, I yeah. think it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just just is it? Yeah, here it is. Thomas Ian Nichols. That's him. <laughs> <laughs> He jizzed in a beer. Who the fuck jizzes in a beer? That's such a stupid fucking. That's such a dumb. That's just Terry for the gag. That's just Terry for the gag. Terry doesn't do mouth shots, man. That's so so what? On her back or her fucking hair on her face? Jesus Christ! On the fucking floor? What about the floor? Jesus! Like I don't. Why do you need to get like it? That's just for the gag. Like oh, somebody's gonna drink it later. It's gonna be hilarious. And it is. I'm not. But just it's so funny. It's not really like I saw that movie before I was at, before I was having like real sex, right? So I didn't know that 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 was like not really probable, not really like likely. And then later on, when you know, I'm like, oh, that's that's dumb. Is that is that a weird thing? <laughs> To think about when some chick is blowing you like oh i'm definitely not getting a beer i'm definitely this is, <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely going inside somewhere um all right uh hunger what do you got for your number four brother all right uh just before i've been list i want to warn you guys um my computer keeps wanting me my internet connections like my ex-girlfriend and is unable so i might lose audio but hopefully you guys still hear me um uh, well Number four for me, I want it for love of the game. Oh, that is, table. Uh, I feel like not a lot of people have seen it. It took me a couple table, years. Table, table, uh, but table, it's, table, table. Yeah, I can hear you guys. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Just cut that randomly sometimes for like 15 seconds. It's fine now, though. Okay. But, uh, okay. Yeah, anyway, for love on, of the game. Near, uh, near, near, near okay, table. 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 I tabled it. I tabled it. We're gonna t- <laughs> that means I, we'll talk okay. about it later because I have it higher on my list. I got you. All right. Yeah. All right. So we're going to write that down. For love. 
for the love of money. All right, sorry. Um, all right, so my number four. Uh, now I had a tough. Uh, picking my my mountain was tough because I didn't know if to go with Kid Eyes, which was basically nostalgia-based movies that I loved as a child, or go with movies that I felt were superior in quality. Uh, so I did a bit of a mixed bag. So my number four, I'm kind of calling an audible right now, and I'm going to go with um, The Rookie uh, starring Meg Ryan's uh, ex-husband. So I... <laughs> <laughs> honorable mention for me it's it's it's, it's same here yeah uh that's Dude. that's that's one of those movies first of all being a teacher right that's a true story it's based on a true story which is pretty cool and it's this teacher who used to be a good pitcher and then as a as a bet to his students for winning the state championship as a high school coach he he tries out for the what at that point was uh i think it was the inaugural season of the tampa bay rays am i correct in that was it inaugural season i believe so yeah right and then he ends up being able to pitch for them towards the end of the season he pitched a few games or whatever and i thought uh, it was a pretty great movie it was pretty fun uh, it was pretty inspiring uh and uh i haven't seen that movie in a few years uh but i remember watching that movie and thinking like oh this like and i did research on it afterwards i read up on it afterwards and i'm like oh it actually did happen and then when you see the picture of like the beef like the real guy and dennis quaid i'm like oh this guy got a real upgrade and he and whoever fucking played like it's <laughs> a real like it this guy looks more closer to like a mix between me and lewis like he was just a fat dude with a fucking fu manchu mustache and fucking all of a sudden dennis quaid is playing him in the movie i was like that he he he, he lucked out on like that's like people laugh but be like oh who do who do you want to play you in a movie and I'm, i always say brad pitt and they always laugh at me and i'm like no it's fucking possible it's totally possible because i've seen the rookie <laughs> yeah. and i've seen who fucking plays i've seen the real version of dennis quaid and it's not mm-mm. so uh, yeah, how, how happy how much how much does your heart yell at the tv when he throws the pitch through the the speedometer on the side of the road and it's like 78 darn it and he mopes by past it and it clicks to ninety-eight. And you're like, hey Dennis, turn around. <laughs> you did it, bud. Yeah, um, this this is this is one that uh, that it's it's on Disney Plus that I've rewatched it since we've had Disney Plus, and it was one that uh, that like I said, it was an honorable mention for me. I like that movie a lot, and I gotta say, as a teacher, it's nice to see a true story about realizing that just because you decided to be a teacher doesn't mean you have to give up on your hopes and dreams, and maybe you can still do what you love. <laughs> I love the message that this movie has. It's like, just because you're a teacher doesn't mean you can't dream bigger. Like, you can go ahead, man. Dream. Dream. You don't have to settle for being a teacher. You don't have to settle for molding young minds and inspiring the youth. You could actually do shit for yourself. Go ahead, man. Do what you do. Like, it's so fucking... <laughs> I don't know why I remember thinking his son sucked, though. Is it wasn't it the kid from uh, Two and a Half Men? It was a, yeah, 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 yeah. It was a fat kid. But I remember hating him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the fat he was, kid. He was yeah, kind of yeah. like a no, dick to his grandfather. He's annoying as piss, man. Yeah, and he was just the worst. There was a good conver- that, there was a good conversation about about how Captain Crunch never became a colonel. There was a good conversation about that shit in that movie. That yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he's a he's a captain. He's like he should be a colonel by now. <laughs> I thought it was fucking great. Uh, but, all right, so our number fours were Eight Men Out, Rookie of the Year, For the Love of the Game, and The Rookie. 
Uh, let's move on. Round three. Three is a magic number. Yes, it is. All right. Uh, Demona, what do you got for your number three, brother? So my number three, I'm sticking with the the, the heartwarming uh, dramatization of a real-life event a film, and I'm going to go with 2013's 42. Nice. All right. Is my number three. Um, That's a good one. Oh, God. It's such a great movie. Like, this is – there was a run there – where Chad, Chadwick Boseman, like, owned the, the biopic world, right? He made Get he On Up. And he everyone. Made, yeah, like, he made Get On Up, and he made this. But um, if you've never seen 42, it's the story of Jackie Robinson, uh, played by Chadwick Boseman. Uh, they can I do just say, an absolutely Can I just say shout-out yeah. shout out to a friend of mine. Uh, he's uh, Don Gray, which is a comedian. He's a, he, he's a, he's a black man, and this is important to the rest of the story. He's He said, I love Chadwick Boseman, but for time there he wasn't doing much for that whole black people all black people look the same kind of shit because every fucking <laughs> every biopic was Chaz it was like what the fuck we, there's other there's other black guys that look kind of like the fucking other people like it was, it was so funny but no no some whole bit go ahead <laughs> but um it does a very um it does a very good job of telling the story of Jackie Robinson and not making it some sort of fairy tale um, they, they do a very good job of not shying away from the things he had to put up with um, while attempting to make the team. And once he made the team, they don't skip over some of the, the shittier details of things that he had to put up with, like the team signing a petition to not play with him, um, the, the managers for other teams taunting him to the point that he was breaking equipment. It, it did a very good job of telling the story in a way that isn't just something where you're like, Oh, look, this guy broke the color barrier. Yay. Like you, you get a good feel for what Jackie Robinson had to deal with in order to do that. Uh, the, uh, it's, it's cast very well. They do a really good job with it. Um, Harrison Ford, I I mean, plays his role very, very well in the movie. It's a, it's a great watch, and it's one that, like we said at the beginning, it's one of the ones that I put on my list because I don't get tired of watching 42. I've seen it three or four times, um, and it's just it's, it's, it's a lot of fun to watch. It's a great story. Um, plus, it stars Alabama's own Lucas Black as Pee Wee Reese. So uh, we've got that. I hate him. Dude, me too. Don't, don't, don't worry. Don't, don't worry. I can't stand the guy either. Um, but uh, maybe we, one we, day we, we'll we, all we wear, claim him. <laughs> maybe one day we'll all wear forty-two. Then they won't tell the difference. No, man. There's a one glaring difference. <laughs> um, but uh, you know. So anyway, he's he's an Alabama boy, so we got to mention him when we can. But yeah. Uh, yeah, like I said, it's it's a great movie. It, it tells the story very well. It's it's a great watch. It, it's a it's jarring at times, uh, which you know it's done it's done intentionally and and helps get the point across. But I, I think it I think it's a really good movie. Mm. Mm. All right, and it was the last time that Harrison Ford actually did a good acting job and wasn't overrated. So that's a thing. Um, that's a thing. So. <laughs> that is a thing. Good job. Yeah, yeah. You may be right. I, I'm. Huh? When yeah. was Grand Torino? No, no, Harrison Ford. Like Harrison Ford. That's Clint, oh. that's Clint Eastwood. Sorry, that's Clint Eastwood. Yeah. That's Other old, old, old white, white guys. guys. I know they're all the same. Old white guy that used to wear a cowboy hat for a living. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. 
All right, Louis, what do we got for number uh, three? I, I remember looking through everyone's answers on Facebook and not seeing this movie, and it pissed me off because it kind of came out around the same time as Rookie of the Year, different premise. <laughs> I know where you're going with it. <laughs> it's Little Big League, where instead of a kid becoming the ace closer for a team, he becomes the owner slash manager and leads his team to glory. Not what, really. Wait, what was the name of the movie? There, but what, was, what was the name of the movie? Little, little big yeah, league. I remember that. I remember this movie, and I remember thinking it was better than Rookie of the Year. I when I was watching it as a I kid, I think it's better than Rookie yeah, of the Year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he inherits the team, right? Yeah, from his grandfather. He, his grandpa dies, and in the beginning of that movie, they're like, "Oh, you know, Jackie Robinson wasn't the first African American player," and I don't remember who they said, but it was Jackie Robinson. And he and the old guy dies. Young kid inherits the team because apparently the old guy was fucking dementia or something. He gave the team to his grandson and he inherits it and he gets into a, a pissing match. A, a, an 11 year old gets into a pissing match with the head with the manager of the team. And he's like, you know what? You're fired. Cause an 11 year old doesn't understand this guy has a family. He has mouths to feed. He needs the job. He doesn't understand that. 11-year-old's a fucking idiot. And but, he fires the manager. But I'm pretty sure the guy job. was under contract. I'm pretty sure he still got his money. I'm just going to go ahead and put that out there, Louis. You're worried about the manager. I'm pretty sure he still got it. He hey, still got paid. I've heard of people under contract with months to go and yet only getting a one-month beverage. Just saying. Louis talking about himself, guys. If you guys don't aren't aware. He's, he's talking about himself. He just, he just got fired right now. So he's just talking about right now. So, so fucking 11-year-old idiot doesn't understand that grown men have lives and he fires them because he says, you're mean, I'm going to fire you. And then becomes the manager of the team, appoints himself the manager. So he owns the team, he runs the team, and the team hates him, but then, of course, in classic baseball movie fashion, they love him and win. <laughs> Can I just tell you that I love the fact that Louis makes fun of his own pick. Uh, that's what one of my favorite things about having him on here. He makes a selection that's on his mountain, and then when he describes the movie, totally fucking rails on the pick. I'm like, why would you pick? It doesn't seem like you enjoy this movie, Louis. Yeah, you're totally fucking railing on this movie. Uh, I'll, I'll be honest with you. My favorite part of Little Big League is the fact that that little kid that inherited the team is the kid with autism from The Wizard. Is that him? Right? You are making so many connections. Yeah, it kid. is. It's 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 the kid who's like really good from the wizard that like that plays, isn't it? I swear I've never even the seen the wizard. Kid. Oh man, the wizard's Whoa. so good. <laughs> the wizard is the one. I that also don't know what you never seen the wizard. I don't know what dystopian means either. Uh, I, 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 I'm not supposed to be here. But the wizard, the wizard is one of those movies that came out. It's it's the movie that was credited uh, uh, for duping more kids into buying a shitty power glove than any other fucking marketing yeah. ploy that Nintendo ever sent out. This was the reason everybody bought a power glove and it did not work the way it was supposed to. And by the way, it's supposed to. I mean, it did not work fucking at all. It didn't do anything. <laughs> it didn't work. Okay. Luke Edwards um, is Jimmy Woods slash the Wizard. Yes, it is same kid. Um, <laughs> also, I don't this movie, this movie taught me because I remember it, they're trying to go out for the last game. They have to win this, I think, to make it to the playoffs. And the kid has to do his homework, and the whole team doesn't know. So the thing is, a guy one 
two guys have to paint a house. One can paint it in three hours. The other one can paint it in five. How long does it take for them to do it together? And I remember thinking it should be four, but the one, and I didn't know the answer. And then what? no one on the team could solve it. And then the crazy guy solved it. Also, the horse's name was Friday. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> a times B over A plus B. Man, I learned so much weird <laughs> shit from that movie. I fucking hate it. <laughs> so fucking weird, man. It's the worst movie ever. And then they throw the ball to first, and the first baseman doesn't catch it. But he never even had it. Yeah, but oh, the security man, and the movie, security guard was in on it. The security guard was in on the whole fucking thing, unrehearsed. Everyone was in on it. You know what? They saw rookie of the year and said, "We gotta, we gotta go up from the hidden ball trick. We gotta get everyone in on this. Everyone in the bullpen." Oh, good movie. Sucks so bad. Uh, I, <laughs> I like this movie. Do you? It's so funny. I like it. I was excited when you brought it up, and then you just tore it down. I was like, maybe I don't want to see it again. Holy fuck! All right, I do want to see it again. <laughs> uh, Hunger, what do, what do we got for number three, brother? Number three, I went with 2011's Moneyball. Oh, shit. All right. All right. Moneyball. Anybody else have that? Anybody? Nobody else had that? All right. Mostly, like I said, I was going for things that I rewatch a lot, and that there's a stretch. I probably watched it once a week just because it's. You know, it's it's kind of what you'd expect. It's this um, underdog story, and of course, it's not a perfect underdog story, but it kind of tells a like Daniel's had with a few. It tells a real life story about how Billy Bean ended up fucking himself over, basically. And, um, you know, it's just a real easy watch. Uh, great cast. I mean, Philip Seymour Hoffman does a great job. Oh. Robin Wright, Penn. Uh Spike Jones. And a random cameo. Um, managed to get past the fact that Andy Dwyer from Parks and Rec is trying to do serious movies. <laughs> um, but yeah, other than that, it, like, I, like I said, it's not a amazing movie, but I enjoy it a lot. Can I tell you what I love about that movie? Sure. It, that movie, very much like Friday Night Lights, they made a movie about the team the year before. Because I don't know if you've watched Friday Night Lights. They lose the state championship. But in the post-credits, in the credits, it says the next year they won the state championship. It's like, make a movie about the good team. But no, they made a movie about the shitty team. And so at the end of Moneyball, it says, because at the end of the movie, he's trying to, they're trying to recruit him in, in Boston. And he says no. And at the, end, at, the, at the end, it's like, Boston won the World Series using this method. It's like, then make the movie about the good team. Don't don't they, make they the movie with a bad whole, um, What's fever, fever pitch? pitch. Yeah. Fever pitch, baby. Table. No, I'm just kidding. We'll, we'll talk about that later. Oh, the bona left. Did the bona got kicked out? I think he might have been losing connection. He kind of had a reaction when I was talking like he lost some kind of video or something. Ah, all right. Well, I guess uh, we'll wait for him. I guess he'll come back. Moneyball. Shit. Let's see if he's gonna come back. I got a thirty-four minutes. I gotta write this down because then I gotta, you gotta edit, edit it. I gotta edit this shit out. It's gonna be awkward. Uh dude, I remember I was putting so many cocks in my You can edit this out, right? <laughs> <laughs> you can edit this out, right? <laughs> Not anymore. You can edit this out, right? <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> Not that you said that. 
<laughs> Crazy, right? Is he coming Yo, back? Hunger, can you, you text him? Is he going to come back? Uh, yeah, I'll message him on Facebook real quick. I'll see what happened. If this is getting edited out, then I'll, I went and got uh, coronavirus tested today. Yeah? How'd that go? Uh, so my mom went and got tested. She was positive. So that's why we went and got tested. You d- your dad was positive too, right? You t- your dad was positive no, my too? dad was inconclusive. Okay. I don't know what that means. But you don't know what so inconclusive they got, means? They got, like, I don't know what that means because they said they're not going to retest them either. Oh, okay. So it's like, don't give us, I don't know, and then not fix your fuck up. Like right. it was on them. And so they were telling me, oh, it, it doesn't hurt at all. Da, da, da. And this lady, it was the most painful fucking test I've ever taken. Really? And and they stick a Q-tip up your nose, don't they? They stick a, a, a Q-tip this big yeah. up your nose. You don't. Yeah, it's like a flu test. You've never had a flu test before, like any kind of flu test. They stick a. I, I thought they said, don't they just take out your blood for that? No, dude, no, no for a flu. They stick a Q-tip in your nose for yeah. the flu. Yeah, yeah, man. I would never. I would never. I've done it probably three times throughout my life. I I, I haven't done it, but I've done it probably three times throughout. I did it recently, the week, uh, two weeks before the Super Bowl. And the only reason I know that is because when I went, I, I had, I, I I went to the Super Bowl, and I was like, I better get sick now because I, if I'm, I'm fucking, I'm getting everybody at the Super Bowl sick. I don't give a fuck. I better be. I'm gonna be on my deathbed still going to that game. And it was two weeks before the Super Bowl, and they, they fucking they put the yeah the Q-tip all the way up to my nose. Yeah, yeah. Dude, so they go, they go. All right, we're gonna put the Q-tip uh, all the way back into the nasal passage. Wait ten seconds and pull it out. So she shoves it in, and I'm like tearing up, not because just innately. I was, and I, I laugh when I'm in pain. So I'm laughing and I'm moving, and the lady's trying to stick the thing in my nose, and she finally shoves it all the way up there, and then she goes, "All right, and now we're gonna start counting." <laughs> One. I was like, "Dude." Yeah. <laughs> and she, two. Three, and then she gets to 10, and instead of taking it right out, she goes, she like, uh, what was it a little thing? And then pulls it out. There he is. He, so when he's she was back. doing it to he's, my wife. He's back, he's back. When she was doing it to my wife, to end the story, she gets to nine, and my wife's testing going to come out inconclusive, because the lady gets to nine, and my, my and like starts grabbing it again, and she pulled her head down. Uh. It was the worst. All right. Gabona, I was just saying how terrible it is to get COVID tested. It's, oh, okay. It's not yep. COVID tested. Sorry. It's actually flu tested. He's never been. Apparently, he's never had the Q-tip in the nose thing. He's never had uh, that. Okay. Yeah. Here's the deal. Right, if I screwed it up, my internet just quit completely for a second there. Like I had to reset my router and everything. Uh, it's all right, buddy. It's all right. We just uh, and then I just got to write it down. Thirty-eight. We're gonna run it. Thirty-four to thirty-eight. It's all right, man. So many All right. Uh. So. Uh, all right. So Moneyball. Uh. For number. That was that was uh that was hunger's number three. three. All right, so my number three, I'm sure is gonna get tabled, is League of Their Own. Wow, get the fuck out of here! <laughs> you got, holy shit, this is a, how the fucking League of Their Own. I'm the only one that has a League of Their Own. Am I the only I'm one that honor. does not hate women on this podcast? Holy I've got shit! It on honorable mention. Dude, I'm not going to put a movie with Madonna on any goddamn mountain unless it's the mountain of Dick Tracy movie. <laughs> Here's the deal. Here's the deal with that movie. That was the one I was saying. If I made my move, my list about what's better, it would be on the list. But
Barely likes my wife. Look, go, you can go ahead and talk. I, I, I've got I've got nothing against it. I've got League of Their Own as an honorable mention. It's just it, as 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 a baseball movie, it just doesn't touch some of these others. Can we just say? Can we just can we just acknowledge the fact that Louis just no. said, "I barely no. like my wife." I'm not gonna fucking like him. <laughs> <laughs> a League of Their Own. <laughs> That's hilarious. He's like, listen, I don't I don't I don't have time for this shit. I, there's come on, there's not. How much nagging is in this flick? Huh? <laughs> These broads want to do the baseball. It's a men thing. Do you understand? Uh, not I fucking I can't believe this. I am in total shock. It's that, great. It's, that, great movie. it's a great movie. I love this fucking movie, and I'm in total shock that that great I'm movie. the only one that doesn't hate women on this podcast. I'm like for real. Like this is crazy. <laughs> um, Welcome to the club. We got two people from Tuscaloosa here, and me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this movie was great, man. For those of you, uh, for the listener, you guys, everybody has seen this movie. I don't gotta go through the fucking synopsis of it. It's a great movie. Tom Hanks, uh, uh, and and Tom Hanks can can do no wrong. He can do no wrong. He got the coronavirus and he still can do no wrong. That's how fucking great Tom Hanks is. Uh, and you ever notice that if, if your next door neighbor got the coronavirus, you'd be like that motherfucker. I knew it. I fucking knew it. And then Tom Hanks gets it, and you're like, <sighs> hearts and pr- prayers. Prayers, please, prayers. <laughs> Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers, please. God, don't kill him. Um, but yeah, so uh, uh, Tom Hanks, uh, Gina Davis, uh, and 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 a bunch of other people. Hey, girl. Uh, Madonna's kind of in the movie, I guess, for like five minutes. I guess if you want to, you know. Don't don't, don't forget. Don't forget Rosie O'Donnell and Lori Petty. Rosie O'Donnell. Uh, yeah, I, I fucking love this movie. Everything about this movie. The the famous scene, the famous, uh, are you crying? There's no crying in baseball. I mean, that's fucking fantastic, dude. Uh, I'll try to drop in that audio right here. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's so fucking good, dude. I, I just, I, I, everything about, I wanted, you know, it's the funny thing. I wanted to leave this movie out. I did. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to go. I don't want to go with the well, every movie that everybody's going to talk about. Uh, and I wanted to leave this movie out, and I just couldn't. My conscience would not let me. It was like, dude, you. that's why I have it at fucking three. I was like, everybody's going to have it higher, and I didn't want to put it. And I was like, you know what, dude? You got to you gotta include this movie because it's, it's literally like leaving a, 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 you know, one of the top uh, best movies. In the, I don't know. So uh, I fucking love it. Here's I, the thing. Would you... The reason I I love the movie, I realize there's I just love more stuff out of Rookie of the Year, which was which is where it would have been at four. But then I think about like the only things I really love are there's no crying in baseball and John Lovett. And <laughs> and what about what about when he what about when he was pissing and he fucking oh peed God, on his own car? To bring up and he peed on his <laughs> own car. That, that was fantastic, dude. The- and they're, when they're timing how long he's pissing because he's so hungover and he's just like hanging out. It's another um, good part is when he yells at the umpire. Yeah, like I said, that's not what I said. That's not what I said. I, I like I said, I've, I honestly have nothing against this movie. I've seen it plenty of times. I just ended up doing this thing where I went to like uh, you know co- co- one comedy really, and then the rest are all kind of heartfelt, and that one just wasn't going to top the one comedy that I had. Because of all the women, right? <laughs> Probably. Look, man, I'm so, I, I don't. I don't want to watch Rosie O'Donnell and Madonna do much more of anything than I ever have to do. <laughs> First of all, how dare you? The Flintstones is a fucking national treasure of a film. Let's, how, let's how move dare on you? before he starts talking about the Flintstones again. <laughs> <laughs> 
the way that some listeners, if this is anybody's first time listening, they'll be like, how many times did you talk about the fucking Flintstones? I've never in my life talked about the Flintstones before. I thought that's funny. See, you, didn't, you didn't have to tell them that. Then they would have gone back and been like, no, but I think it's hilarious. I think it's the Flintstones. I just want to hear. I just love the thought of somebody n- never listening and then being like, man, this guy must love the Flintstones. Holy shit. Like, it's just, <laughs> Look, guys, if you want to hear Nary's Flintstone rant, go to episode 64. It's all in there. It's minute. 42 to hour three. And that's all about him talking about the Flintstone. <laughs> all right. Uh, so, um, uh, let me see. Legal. I can't believe that I'm the only one that has League of Their Own. I, I am flabbergasted. Um, all right. There goes the perfect mountain. Um, so, we have, uh, for number threes, we have 42, uh, Little Big League, uh, Moneyball, and League of Their Own. All right. Round two. <laughs> Dose, the sequel to Uno. All right, Demona, what do we got for number two, brother? All right, for my number two, it is the one straight-up comedy that made my list, 1989's Major League. That is also my number two, buddy. That is also my number two. Okay, so Major League is this incredible blend of uh, comedy, wonderful acting, uh, ridiculously quotable lines, uh, just a, a great story, great underdog story. I mean, just it's it's a lot of things that come together that that just make a really good sports comedy, and the the cast is just just incredible. Um, it, with Tom Berenger and Charlie Sheen, and, and just so so many people, Renee Russo, but. It's it's very funny. Tells the story of the Cleveland Indians, you know, trying to to come back from nothing. I remember as a kid, they still have a team. They do. <laughs> believe it or not, um, they got their own uniforms kid, and everything. <laughs> this, I'm, I was, I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember. So, I, so they they do a thing where every time they win a game, they're peeling clothes off the the owner the thing owner, because yeah. she's trying to get them to lose so the, so they can move. To Miami. When they get to Miami. To Miami, yes, is where they're trying to get her to move. Do do they actually show her like is it actually no. is it it's, it's her, a, it's, her it's like a, it's like a bikini, right? But yeah. like, I remember as a kid, like yeah. when they pulled that off, like, I was like, Oh good, here it comes, right? And it was like that was as close as I was getting to seeing titties on a movie. Totally. Um back then. But uh it's just like I said, I can I without a doubt, if I'm ever doing anything competitive there is a 100% chance at some point I'm going to quote the line where he's like, if we win tomorrow, that's called back-to-back. Hell, if we win one more after that, well, that's called a winning streak. Like, <laughs> regardless of anything I'm ever doing competitive, I'm going to find a way to shoehorn that little speech in there. It's, uh, it's, it's so much fun to watch, and I feel like every time you can you can find a new line that you love, you can – you can find just just something else that, that you want to talk about with the movie. Wesley Snipes is fantastic in it when he doesn't get on the team originally. He goes out, starts running bases in his pajamas. I mean, it's it's funny, it's heartwarming. There's a little bit of a love story there with Berenger and Russo and stuff <sighs> like that. So but, good. But the 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 beef of the movie is in its comedy. Yeah, I like the way. Uh, I mean, every it's so even like there's a lot of like in your face comedy, but there's subtle there's subtle shit too. You know, there's there's they go out to dinner and he's like, I don't like being all dressed up. I don't like wearing this monkey. Like, he's w- literally wearing a suit jacket with no sleeves. 
and that he ripped off the <laughs> sleeves. He's like, I don't like being <laughs> dressed up. I don't like. And he's like, I don't be in this monkey suit or whatever the fuck he called it. It was great. Uh, but the fact that uh, Wesley Snipes wasn't even invited. Uh, and he he rolls into the uh, into the uh, to the camp in a in a um, in a bug that has the grill of uh, of a Rolls Royce it was fucking I, I thought it was fantastic. <laughs> uh, he wakes up in his PJs and he gets like I love that scene that fucking scene where Wesley Snipes is literally running in between two dudes who are running drills. I thought it was fantastic and he beats him and I, of course it's fucking great man. I love that movie. Yeah, like it, it it's great. I uh I so I saw two before I saw one, I'm and therefore sorry. I've always liked two more than one. Uh, I just I like Charlie Sheen leading the movie more than fucker whatever his name is Tom Serviceman. Um, <laughs> one thing I do love about the Major League though is think about every you know romantic movie of that time. At the end of the movie, they take off the glasses and it's like, wow, you're perfect. But there, they put on glasses and. <laughs> Holy shit, he's fucking perfect, and he can't miss. And I always, I always enjoyed that about that movie. It's like a little rover. I, like I, girls see, take off glasses, guys put them on. I don't, I, I don't, I don't like the second one because I don't like. I, I mean, and I guess you know the whole point is to not like it, but just the whole like Hollywood. Rick Vaughn thing just oh, that's uh, great. That's man, a good, I, I love part two I do there's nothing I was gonna pick I, I, I had a hard time picking between part one and part two because I love them both very equally my deciding factor between picking one part one over part two is that Wesley Snipes was not in part two and, a, and I love yeah. and I, I Omar is great you know uh, but he's no Wesley Snipes buddy and uh, and, and that's and I that's really you. my determining factor that was on, the only difference because I, I see them both as 1A 1B flip of the coin but I, I love both of them but I had to go with Wesley Snipes and, and uh, over Omar and, uh, yeah I, was, I actually I, I had to pull it up because I was as I was doing it I was like what? I was like I'm, I'm remembering Wesley Snipes and Omar <laughs> and I was trying to remember like why I was picturing them both so I went and looked up I was like oh because they were both in them yeah uh, <laughs> if, if Jeff was on this podcast he would tell you that part three Back to the Miners was actually really good I have yet to see Back to the Miners, but I don't doubt that it's good. But it it does, you know, it's not when you don't have Charlie Sheen anymore. I'm, I'm you know, really. I've yeah. never seen it either. Yeah, Joe Boo, baby. <sighs> <laughs> Fuck you, Joe Boo. I do this myself. Oh, dude, I love that fucking <laughs> line. Oh, uh, uh, God. Such yeah, no, it, it, like just and like I said, that's the thing about this movie that, that makes it so good is how great everybody is at their character. Like Corbin Burnson as uh, as when he's like the shortstop that all he cares about is not getting hurt and just like getting paid and just <laughs> uh, like, and he's just, he's such a fantastic like asshole in it. I love Corbin Burnson anyway, but um, he's, he's great in that movie. Like everybody is so good at their role that yeah. they all pull together to make a fantastic movie. Can I just tell Shut you this motherfucker out? Oh, <laughs> You're supposed to punch me. I fucked your wife. Yeah, God, great, great exchange. Uh, <laughs> can I just tell you that uh, in that uh, the cute the guy that played the um, uh, Santos, uh, what's his name? Uh, the president. Dennis Habert played Pedro Serrano. Dennis Habert, right. Still still a more believable Cuban than Al Pacino and Scarface. So can you just say? 100%, yo. (laughs) He had our religion down pat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I pray to Joe Blue every night. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, still. (laughs) 
still more believable than it's still listening to his broken Spanish is way more believable than fucking listening to Al Pacino's fucking <laughs> a- English accent. Oh, it's just the fucking worst, dude. Um, all right, so yeah, we got Bro, great ma- point. Major League for number two. Uh, all right, so Louis, what do we got for for number two, brother? Uh, starring Shoeless Joe Jackson himself, Field of Dreams. All right, all right. Number two, two. All right. Field of Dream is number two for Louis and uh, Hunger. All right. Field of Dreams. Cool to see Ray Liotta not as a mobster. I don't like it. I don't like it. First movie I saw Ray Liotta in, Goodfellas. Second movie, Field of Dreams. And I was like, man, you're taking me on a wild ride. And I got my seatbelt on, buddy. <laughs> Here's here's the issue that I have with Field of Dreams, and I know it's gonna be sacrilege to say this. Um, I don't really see it as a baseball movie. I know it has baseball in it. I'm not denying that there's no baseball in it. I'm just saying I don't really see it as a baseball movie. I see it more of a of a. It's like a cat in a cradle. Uh, you know, it's like an hour and a half cat in a cradle. Uh, um, video. So you're saying baseball is a MacGuffin. It just it's. It's a part of the movie. It's a it's a part of the movie, but it's just it's really about a father son relationship and about an estranged father son relationship about that. And I get it. There's baseball in it. I'm definitely not saying there's no baseball. I'm just saying there's a difference between being a baseball movie and a movie that's about something that has baseball as a backdrop. And I, I think uh, major I think uh, Field of Dreams is the latter. Great movie. Great movie, acting superb. I'm just, you know, I don't watch this going like, man, I want to go fucking, I want to, I want to go to a baseball game. I think, fuck, I gotta call my dad. Like that's what I think about when I when I watch this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, how's he doing? Uh, what if he steps across the foul line? Is he dead? What's yeah. going on here? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So, uh, but yeah, talk about it, fellas. I, I, I don't want to monopolize your. This is your number two. Talk about it. Hunger, if you want to go. Okay. Um, yeah, I completely agree with you, uh, Sam. As far as, you know, it's not really a baseball movie. I kind of had that internal debate as I was making this list. Uh, but that was also part of the reason I love it so much. Because, uh, you know, I kind of had the same relationship with my dad. You know, getting into my teens, I was turning into an asshole. And then I lost him when I was 17. Oh, so kind of relating to that whole... I just love to have another catch with my dad type of thing. Um, really resonated with me. And then um, as far as, you know, just the, the great parts, you know, uh, Burt Lancaster is Moonlight Graham when he, you know, his whole dream is to be able to play baseball. And then he gives it up, you know, towards the end, he uh, saves Costner's daughter and then just kind of walks away from it. And then the big drawing thing is, I love him. We lost yeah. you, Hunger. We lost you for a second. You said the big thing. Internet in Tuscaloosa is not being nice to us tonight. Uh, yeah, yeah. Were well, you going to just say- maybe they're mad you're in Tuscaloosa? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, I'm I just honestly, I lost, I lost sound first, so I didn't hear what you were saying. Okay, the last thing you said was the big thing, and then you cut out. Uh, okay, yeah, um, the big thing. Uh, you know, best one of the best speeches in movie history, let alone baseball movie history, is that whole James Earl Jones, uh, Elmo Sir. <sighs> so, motherfucker, we were so God. close. 
Almost made it that time. This is like a movie when they say, and before I go, know this, and then they die. <laughs> the secret to life is... <laughs> <laughs> That's what this is. I'm blaming the storm we had the other night. The other night? Jesus Christ, how bad is the fucking... What the fuck is wrong with Tuscaloosa? <laughs> Things move very slowly around here. Uh, <laughs> hunger, are you back yet? I when you have a Yeah, it was. It, it went. You were going down more than a porn star. So I don't know if uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if we got it. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. But uh, yeah, we got that. You like that? It was a big. You said the biggest thing about that movie, and then again, it just it just at, right at that point again. Okay. You're talking about James guess, Earl Jones' speech. Yeah, I guess Zoom just doesn't like James Earl Jones. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that speech is amazing. Uh, if you've never had the chance, Vince Scully uh, read it. I think last year before opening day, and it. You know, it'll give you chills. Yeah, it's fantastic, man. It's fantastic. Uh, um, it's like it's, it's it's a good pick. I just I decided that I was only going to pick Field of Dreams or Eight Men Out for my number four, and I went with Eight Men Out. All right, tight move, tight move. Uh, I, I like I like uh, I, I like how many times I, I watched it and I didn't know winking at a picture was a bad thing. And I went to Little League, and I and I started winking at every pitcher, and none of them knew it was a bad thing. And I was like, "It's losing, a, it's luster. I want to get beamed in the head." And I wasn't. These kids are just like, "I think that fucker's gay. Why is he winking at me? You gonna do the gay dude on your team?" And it's like, "No, son, just hit me, hit me with You're, the ball." Little Little League in Miami is simultaneously very knowledgeable and not progressive at all. <laughs> <laughs> Little League knows what it is to be gay, but also hates them. <laughs> uh, the people that hated gays were the the parents at Tanyan because I heard them calling kids that. Yeah. Wow. It was, yeah, it was rough. Anyways, um, <laughs> yeah. So I I just like the movie, man. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. Like that's one. It's just. It's such a good movie. You have to put it on your list. Whether you think it's baseball or not, actually, I guess you should think it's baseball to put on the baseball mountain. I get that. <laughs> or you're right. You're right. <laughs> Amazingly, here's my list, and it's well, it's just not on there. Yeah, I, I like the fact that he's like, you have to put that movie on no matter what, even if you don't think it's baseball. Like, all right, well, my number one is Goodfellas, so we're just gonna keep it going. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> there was a baseball bat somewhere in that fucking movie. Um, all right, so number two is we had Major League, Field of Dreams, Field of Dreams, and Major League. So we <laughs> okay, we mixed it up there for number <laughs> for number two. Um, <laughs> All right, so let's go to honorable mentions. Let's go to the uh, Facebook page uh, for honorable mentions. We had Quills Rodriguez had uh, Sandlot, A League of Their Own, Field of Dreams, Rookie of the Year. Uh, Jeff Mercancini had The Natural, Rookie of the Year, Major League, and his number one was The Sandlot. Honorable mentions to Mr. Baseball, uh, Eight Men Out, Little League, and A League of Their Own. Uh, Christy, uh, I'm sorry, Colin Bohannon had... uh, Bull Durham, Major League, Field of Dreams, and a league of their own. Uh, Rob Cavert had the rookie, Bull Durham, Field of Dreams, Moneyball. Chrissy Gote had Sandlot, Rookie of the Year, Major League, a league of their own. Uh, starting to see a fucking here little trend here. Uh, Nelio Costa had Sandlot, Major League, Bull Durham, Rookie of the Year. 
Dave Siegel hmm. said. Guess your trend's fucked up there. <laughs> uh, rookie, of the, uh, I'm sorry. Dave Siegel said the correct answer is uh, Bad News Bears, Major League, Eight Men Out, and The Natural, which is weird. Natural hasn't come up yet. Um, and he says a, ba- a, movie, a baseball movie is. He said not his honorable mention is not a baseball movie per se, but it's The Naked Gun, which I I would have I would have accepted. Uh, <laughs> but you don't accept Field of Dreams. <laughs> I didn't say I don't accept Field of Dreams. I said I don't think of it as a baseball movie. I didn't say I don't accept it. I didn't make you go pick another one. Um, Thank you. Chad Valdez says a league of their own, uh, Field of Dreams, yeah. Rookie of the Year, and a Sandlot. Uh, David Uyoa said from four to one. Rookie of the Year, The Natural, A League of Their Own, and The Sandlot. Honorable mentions to uh, Bang the Drum Slowly, Field of Dreams, uh, Bull Durham, and Major Oh, Bang League. the Drum Slowly. Damn, I completely forgot about that movie. That's a solid-ass choice. Can I just tell you, I've never even heard of that movie, which is right on par for David. Uh, but I've for never, David, 100%. Yeah, yeah. I'd never heard of it either. But I was like, it came out in the 70s, I'm yeah, pretty yeah. sure. I'm pretty sure there's fedoras in that fucking movie. I'm telling you, David picked it, I'm pretty sure... <laughs> It's right on par for him. But all I thought about when I read Bang the Drum Slowly is the fucking guys in Major League who were banging the fans who were banging the dr- Too high. Yeah, too it's high. A, it's, it's a Robert De Niro movie, actually. Is it? Too high. What is yeah, Robert high? De Niro did Bang the Drum Slowly. Oh, all right. Um... I just I have a hard time picturing him with a baseball bat and not being Acapone and not beating somebody to death with it. I just have a hard time with that. Um, right, so Yvette La Rosa had a league of their own. Oh, I'm sorry. Jeez, Louise. Had a league of their own, Major League, The Natural, Hardball. And, uh, and then for honorable mentions, she had um, Mr. 3000. Few the- oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, somebody's going to say Mr. 3000. Mr. 3000 wasn't an awful movie, dude. I don't think it was uh, an awful dude, movie. It was an awful movie. No, here's and the I, difference between Mr. 3000 and Rookie of the Year. When Mr. 3000 came out, you were an adult. That's the only fucking difference between that movie and Rookie of the Year. If you saw Rookie of the Year for the first time as an adult, you'd be like, get the fuck out of here. You'd be like, get out of here with this shit. Get the fuck out of here. That's the only difference with that movie, man. I, I so saw it saying- again for the first time. I saw it again for the first time in years, probably about two years ago. And I was like, this isn't bad. I was like, this isn't, it's not fucking awful. Maybe, maybe I need to see it again then, man. Because I've seen Mr. 3000 once and I was like, this is dog shit. I I, don't, I didn't think it and was. I, and I like Bernie Mac. I well, I love Bernie Mac, but that movie. I don't is think not it was bad. I don't. I, and trust me, I I try to watch a lot of underdog movies. Like I watched uh uh um what men want. Because I was like, oh, I'll watch, you know, because I like what women want. And it can't be that. Like, obviously, the commercials, the previews were fucking bad. But I was like, I'll go watch. I'll, I'll not go, but I'll watch it anyway. And I watched it. And I was like, oh, this is fucking horrendous. Like, I want to root for you guys. But the kids just just shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they never needed to make that movie because Chappelle had already shut it down with the perfect sketch. Of, what was that, 15 years ago? Uh, so funny. So true. Uh, Waylon Pulin, uh put. Sorry if I miss uh, if I mispronounce your name, Waylon. Uh, League of Their Own, Moneyball, Sandlot, Mister Baseball. John Evans put the Sandlot, uh, Major League, Bull Durham, and Mister Baseball. Um, what it? And then uh, in my comedy page, we had. Uh, give me a second here. We had Lou Galindo uh, put Major League, The Sandlot, Field of Dreams, Bad News Bears. 
and honorable mention is a league of their own. And Jason Pujo put Major League Sandlot, a league of their own, and the Babe. Wow, the Babe. Nobody. All right, nobody's brought. brought John that one, Goodman. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's where actually the first time I got that was the first. A biopic slash any kind of like biography I got on Babe Ruth, like it was like mentioned in um, the Sandlot, and then the, when I saw the movie The Babe, I'm like, oh, that was my first introduction to like, you know, again, obviously there was liberties taken with that fucking film, but my point is, I was the first. They made they made him seem like much less of an asshole, and they even made him seem like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> but John Goodman is so charismatic that that's how that's how charismatic he is. They made him even playing an <laughs> asshole. Like, ah, oh, but you still kind of love him. You still kind of. <laughs> Well, you know where we, you know where, you know where John Goodman shines. The righteous gemstones. The Flintstones. Flintstones. Full circle. Full circle, fellas. Uh, You got it, baby. um, All right. So, what are your honorable mentions? What do you got, Debona? What do you got for honorable mentions, man? Um, Most of my honorable mentions have been said, so I've only got two. Bad News Bears, but the 2005 version, it may be sacrilege, but I think that Billy Bob Thornton, I enjoyed his version more than Jack Lemmon. Uh, I, I just, I thought it was really funny. I thought he did a great job with it. And my other one, I haven't heard anybody say it. It was an HBO movie, not a theatrical release movie, 61. but it was called 61. Yeah, man. That's, that's, uh, I have that as an honorable mention too. And it was it was really really good. Like it it did a great great job of telling that story of the marriage chase for sixty one. And um, I just it was it's 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 a great watch. So um, yeah, Billy Crystal it's, it's directed. 60, yeah, Billy Crystal directed. It's sixty one with an asterisk is right. actually the the title of the movie. But it's a it's a spectacular watch. If you're a baseball movie fan and you haven't seen this one since it's an HBO film, I highly, highly recommend it. Is it a documentary or is it like a movie movie? Oh, no, it's a movie movie. It's a movie, yeah. All right, and it's on HBO? Yeah, well, it's, it's, a, it's an HBO original, yeah. so I would think that it should be up there, yeah. like all the time. Yeah, that, that's where I watched it most recently. <laughs> okay, there well, we go, there yeah. Go. There you go. Uh, Th- oh, Thomas Jane plays Mickey Mantle in it, uh, the Punisher himself. So. Yeah, I love the fact that they... they that, first of all, I love the story that... You know, for, when you when you read through like the home run, the, the they were going through the the home run. Uh, uh, both teammates were going for the for the record. Um, you know, you don't really read the fact that they were friends and they were actual friends. So I thought that was pretty fucking cool that they were actual friends. Yeah, they, and uh, they lived together, they right? Yes. Yeah, they lived together, and I, I thought that was I thought that was pretty fantastic. And I love the fact that they were having the press conferences, and when they were uh, like getting money, I guess they were getting they were selling t. I don't know what the fuck they were selling, uh, but they were getting money, like the 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 home run brothers, the, whatever they're calling themselves. And one of the reporters asked him, "Oh, do you think you should be giving uh, some of the proceeds to uh, Babe Ruth's wife?" And the response was, "Is she hitting any of the home runs?" And <laughs> I thought that was fantastic. That was fucking yeah, great. It, 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 it is a fantastic movie. The, the old, uh, I really wanted it to kind of make my list, but uh, it just like I say, it, it was it's the one that I went to war with for my number four. Because uh, it's just a spectacular story. All right. You said the same thing about Field of Dreams. I don't know what to believe. No, about you. no, 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 no. For Field of Dreams, I said I was only going to pick Field of Dreams or Eight Men Out. Yeah, it's. I didn't not, say it's, Field of Dreams almost out. So there is a so there is a sub battle. You had a whole <laughs> tournament for number four, dude. My my number four is a war zone every week. Uh, you're talking to the guy who put a musical 
you who put Repo the Genetic Opera on his list a couple weeks ago. He right? has no my idea no, what that is. My my number That's four is dystopian. My number ah, he knew it. Really? My number my number four is a shit show all the time. Don't don't worry about that. You know what, you know what I like the Bono when you gave the description of was like no 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 between a man out and a league of their own like you literally this is what you sound like <laughs> it's tentacatentacatentent not tentacatentacatentent like I don't know if you could tell that that slight difference. I'm There's doing that. the vanilla. I'm doing the vanilla ice <laughs> under pressure thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, Louis. What are your honorable mentions? League of Their Own. A movie that I've never seen entirely, but I, the clips I've seen are hilarious. Bull Durham. Oh, uh, God, the so Rookie, funny. like you said. Major League Two, like I mentioned earlier. And The Benchwarmers. Benchwarmers. <laughs> Shout out to The Benchwarmers, man. That, uh, Rob Snyder and Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. Napoleon Dynamite. David Spade. And David John Spade. Lovett. <laughs> it's everybody John who's... Lovett's taking all the gold from League of Their Own. It's Rob Snyder. It's like it's like everybody who's uh, it's all of Adam Sandler's friends except for Adam Sandler. It's everybody in that. That's who. That's who that movie is. All uh, of his B-list friends, like yeah. none of the like not the the, the gay guys from Mr. D. Uh, so Kevin James is in it too, or no, no. That's what his A-list oh, friends. No. That's his A-list. Oh, friends. Kevin James is A-list. My bad. <laughs> what is B-list? In, in, in the circle of friends. In the circle of friends, Kevin James is A-list, my friend. Um, Kevin, if, if you hear. <laughs> this i love you and i think you're great and i would love to open for you whenever you get a chance um uh hunger hunger what is your what are your honorable mentions uh well we of course daniel Fettman, Amaret, uh also brought up sitting one it's for me um i know a few people online mentioned the natural which, um that was the one for me that i kind of battled between for love of the game uh natural probably other movie but I, I like the love of the game more and that's mostly because even though it's got a great cast the uh the pacing just isn't there consistently for me uh runs a little long and uh the last one that would 100 percent make a list for me if it wasn't technically a documentary is uh the battered bastards of baseball ah uh, yeah uh, right. anyone's not familiar with it it's on netflix it's amazing it's just you know an undertold story uh, Kurt Russell's dad basically telling the MLB to go. Did Zoom censor him? Yeah, Did I think Zoom, Zoom, a bleep? Zoom seems to have censored him because he was talking badly about the MLB. Yeah, MLB. You, most people don't know that Zoom is owned by MLB, so you can't. Really, <laughs> you can't. <laughs> uh, Hunger, you got you cut off for a minute, but we got what you were saying, man. We understood. We, okay. we got that. Um, all right. Oh, we got just a couple more uh, listener um, picks. We are on Twitter at MK uh, Geekmore. I'm sorry, MT Geekmore. And we had a couple responses at one Johnny Dango uh, pick Bull Durham, Moneyball, Major League, and Speed. All right. <laughs> Uh, Speed? Yeah, I don't, I don't know, I, I don't know. Um, That's not a baseball movie. No. I, oh, okay. Wait, hold on, hold on. Can anybody even remember baseball being? I know we got to move on, but was baseball ever even referenced? I Are you talking about hardball. Nah, I you look, man. Uh, when you own it, when when you're when you're a comedian and you're on Twitter, people the responses they give you, they always try to be, be a joke. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't. Yeah, oh, okay. I, I don't I know. I get it because you're a comedian. I don't, I don't, I don't have the will to like go and reply and be like, "What do you mean by speed?" Like, and then give into their 
<laughs> set up and then they give me their punchline and I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I don't, it's just, all right, that's fine. Okay. Uh, so we go with sorry, speed, I sorry, guess. Sorry, I fed Actually, didn't, what's his name? Didn't, and uh, the, the villain in the movie, Dennis Hoffman, didn't he wear a baseball jacket when he was, didn't, when he was taking the movie? When he was taking the money? I don't know. He was just like the cop, no? Yeah. Oh, like you're right. You're right. I don't know what this guy's talking about. All right. Uh, and then at uh, Chantel729, uh, put Field of Dreams, The Sandlot, uh, Major League, and A League of Their Own. So uh, my honorable mentions are Fever Pitch, uh, hashtag, uh, uh, Asterix 61, and The Scouts. Summer Cats. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Summer Cats. Audible. Audible. Table. Let me tell you something. I watched I watched Summer Catch uh like like maybe a year ago and I remember liking that movie when I first saw it. Uh, it was I was in high school when I first saw that movie, and seeing it again last year, I was like, "This is not a good movie. This is not a good <laughs> really? movie." Don't tell me that, man. It Don't is, tell me that. It is not a good movie, but it has Jessica Biel coming out of a fucking pool mm. in a fucking bathing suit, oh. and I mean, yeah. it's really almost a shot by shot remake of um, uh, Baby Kate. Yeah, man, and and uh, and the the high school classic, uh, Fast Times at Richmond High, but it's Fast almost time. a class. It's shot by shot, but holy fuck, Jessica Biel. But no titty. Yeah, oh, I know, I know. But her ass is her ass is bananas, dude, bananas. Um, all right, so those are my honorable mentions, man. All right, let's get on to our number one. Round one. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. Do it! Do it! Come on! Come on! All right, and what do we got for number one, Debona? So we had the discussion earlier about looking at things through kid eyes and whatnot. This is a movie that, looking at it through kid eyes, looking at it through adult eyes, no matter what, not only is it my favorite baseball movie, but it is hands down probably one of my favorite three movies of all time. My number one is 1993's The Sandlot. All right. Same. I yeah. uh, I call Same. this mo- I call this movie the Godfather of kid movies. That's what I always call it. Yeah, like there's like it's it, pretty undeniable. This movie it's so good, and it's uh, it's it's a, it's a coming of age story. It's uh, it's a story about friends. It's a story that that tells um, you know about the time, and it's 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 it's. it's it's so so good, and it's quotable, and it's funny, and it's heartwarming, and like you just you you love these kids, and uh, you you you're really rooting for you know for the dork who's just trying to find a group of friends, and you got Benny just trying to go out there and build his team so that he can show everybody how good he is at baseball. Like this movie is is something that you know, if I met somebody who actively told me they didn't like the Sandlot then I probably could have nothing to do with them because there's absolutely no, I'm not saying you've got to love it or say that it's one of the best movies of all time. Like I say, I, but to actively dislike this movie is seems like it's in the realm of impossible to me because it's just fun. And, and it's there, there, this movie is, I put this up there as movies that are that are just perfect. They tell the story wonderfully. They're paced wonderfully. The characters are very well done. Uh, it's I love this movie, and it just tells the stories of a group of kids that love baseball so much they just go out and play it. They're not on any sort of formal team. Hell, they find a formal team and kick the shit out of them. Like it's just they're they just they love the game. 
and they love their team and, and that's and that's their family that's their friends and it's it's a, it's a, it's an outsider story with the new guy coming in it's just so good like as soon as Neary texted me about baseball he's like, all right number one's the sandlot i'll fill in the rest and, and that's exactly what i did this this movie i undyingly love and it had to be my number one also on top of that it teaches kids two important lessons number one don't jump into a stranger's backyard you're gonna get eaten by a dog <laughs> number two <laughs> Don't do drugs, or you're gonna throw up in front of everybody. Yeah, hey. I, I think those are two good lessons. Number in, three, in to everything you said. Number three, what? don't fuck with your parents' stuff. Like you don't know what that is. That's not your business. <laughs> number <laughs> number four. Look, man, you can perv out a little bit and be a little creep if you want. If it's meant to be, it's meant to be. And if you want to make out Wendy Peppercorn, you kill yourself. God, and she'll, and she'll make out with you. God bless that scene. Like, could you imagine like, if if you were to make a movie now where it's like, oh, he, he pretended he was drowning and then he made out with the lifeguard. People would lose their shit. But it's I like... Want, I want to see the stats of how many kids drowned and died because lifeguards weren't that good. Because lifeguards I want to know how many kids died. If, if you do that movie, if you do that movie nowadays with that scene, if you do that scene nowadays, the lifeguard on the lifeguard uniform, it would be hashtag me too. Like that would be what's written on right. the actual uniform for the lifeguard is hashtag so, me too. It's but <laughs> so <laughs> po- so possible sexual assault aside, yeah. Um, <laughs> but it worked out in no, the but, end. But it worked out because they got paid. He married, her, married right exactly she she loved it that was that was the move right look because at the way she was dressed the she loved it <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it's just i'm kidding like I said, wait hold on. i gotta put that every, i gotta put the disclaimer out there for it. i gotta put the disclaimer <laughs> out there she, I, i'm kidding i'm totally fucking kidding. Right. listeners don't forget he likes the league of their own don't worry i mean and it's <laughs> just this this is a movie that is almost completely devoid of adult cast which As it in be. itself is 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 very impressive. I, I mean, the actual the kid actors in this movie are who carry it. It's. Oh, I'm sorry, Dennis Leary is no one. <laughs> I'm just James Earl Jones is no one. Yeah, but they, they have like they have like two scenes. Time. They have like two seven scenes. minutes. Yeah, I yeah. forgot his mom's name, but she's actually probably the most famous out of except no, she's not the most famous out of all of them. But the mom too, the mom. Mom. Karen Karen Allen is the actress who played his mom from Animal House. No, from Indiana Jones. Yes, yes. and from Crystal Skull. But as we call we her, like pretend that movie doesn't. Steven Spielberg. Why would you choose Crystal Skull out of all the Indiana Jones movies? <laughs> Steven Spielberg's ex-girlfriend's in this movie. Can we at least give some kind of credit, respect? But uh, no, it's just it's it really when it comes to just whole movies, it's it's really just and like I said, it's a wholesome story and it's it's a bunch of boys just. You know, just just being boys, but not like in the pervy Porky's way, right? Like just like being middle school boys. And besides the besides the lifeguard scene, besides, not in the pervy way. But but in in on it, I mean on okay in Porky's they put their dick in a hole that went through to the showers. I mean like all things considered, making out with the lifeguard while she tries to resuscitate you is is minor compared <laughs> to some of the other things that have happened in coming of age movies. 
it's true. It's true. I mean, let's let us not forget the atrocities that happened, and thank God for the pastry bakers of America. Atrocities against pies in American pie. I mean, oh, that Lord. was just uh, nobody. That was unnecessary. Unnecessary. That set back baking uh, fifty years. So let's just let you know. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. So, so we got anyway. No, no, number one, the Sandlot. Number Man, you one, can't, you can't touch it. So number one sandlot is for both um, the Bona and for Lou, for Lewis. Uh, Hunger, what do we got for number one, brother? Uh, my, my number one, I want um, You know, just for me, of course, if you notice from my other picks, Kevin Costner's fucking man. Um, has he, has he made base, does he make, baseball player. Does he make baseball movies? Kevin Costner. <laughs> he hates sports. Everyone he hates wild. sports. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's it's just a great movie. Uh, for me, you know, like Major League, very quotable um, to the point you could almost pick any random line out of the movie, and it's going to be hilarious. Um, and also, it it set the standard for baseball movies going into the '90s, at least, because I mean, when Ron Shelton set out to make it. Nobody was wanting to give him money because baseball movies just didn't make money. And Orion gave him a shot, gave him creative license, and it, you know, it really set set the tone for what was a good baseball movie going into, you know, you think the lineup after that, because I think that was 1987, 88, and then going forward, you had Amen Out, League of Their Own, Field of Dreams, all that. So to me, that's the the beginning of baseball movies, at least not counting you know, bang the drum slowly or Pride of the Yankees, which obviously came along before. Oh, Pride of the Yankees. I hadn't thought about that one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Bull Durham, dude. One of my favorite scenes is that, that meeting at the mound when they're like, oh, he doesn't know where to get, he doesn't know where to get uh, for yeah, the, the bridal shark. Like, it's fucking good. eyelids jammed up and what do you, you need a, a live rooster and uh, no one knows what to buy Millie and Jimmy for their wedding. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's fucking great. He's like, oh, get him can- candle holders. Like I said, there's any, <laughs> like, so so. how is Nuke Lelouch? Well, he fucks like he pits kind of all over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I had Bull Durham as an honorable mention, um, uh, and it I I do. I love the movie. It's, it's a good one. I can't fault the pick. Uh, it's just, you're right. Like you were saying, Major League, very quotable. It almost seems like, that's one of the ones where you got to go one or the other, right? Like you a major league guy or you a bull Durham guy, and I went major league. Yeah, that that's basically what I was thinking too. Was one of, one of them's going to be in, and I just prefer bull Durham. You 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 can't you can't get enough of the, the celebrity death matches that happen in my head when I go to make these. I'm, lists. I'm terrified of what's going on in your head. I'm terrified. Uh, all right, so hold on, we got here. Uh... You should be my friend. <laughs> Uh, all right, so um, let me see here. My number one, uh, that was, uh, that's so we, uh, my number one is uh, For Love of the Game, which uh, we tabled all the way back uh, at number four, at uh, Hunger's number four. Uh, for Love of the Game to me, is just, I, to, 
I, I look, I'm a sap. We've established this. If you if you've listened to any previous episode before, if there's a way for me to get in a uh, any kind of love story, any kind of pick that has a love story, I am gonna fucking go for it. And for uh, for love of the game is the ultimate love story for dudes because it not only includes a love story between a man and his his uh, the woman of his dreams that he doesn't re- that he realizes too late is is the woman is the right woman for him, but it also is the love story between a man and the game that he's loved his entire life a man who he's given everything he's got his entire life uh for and i just love that fucking movie it it takes it um it takes place in a span of one day in in a span of one game he is a starting pitcher he is an aging starting pitcher for the detroit tigers uh which is not in contention for anything it's not a championship game for anybody Uh, it's the last game of the season and the team is gonna uh the team is gonna sell the manager I think the team is gonna sell uh and the owner of the team is asking him to step down because if not they're gonna end up trading him uh to to retire and throughout the entire game he's doing flashbacks to what's happened in the last i believe five years i believe it is and how he met how he met his uh his eventual girlfriend that ends up you know you know being an ex-girlfriend by the time the game takes place they're they're no longer dating but he still cares for her and it's uh um john travolta's wife uh something presley i forget her fucking name um, Kelly Preston. Kelly, Kelly Preston. I'm sorry. Thank you. Uh, and uh, and there's it, the whole game takes the the whole movie takes care uh, takes place in flashbacks uh, during uh, him pitching this game and to fucking the crescendo of this is that he is pitching a perfect fucking game throughout the movie and little by little you start realizing holy shit he's in the middle of a perfect game and this is a a guy who's you know, over the hill, he's aged. He's pretty much aged out of the out of the uh, the system. And his name is Billy Chapel, and he's pitching against the fucking Yankees. And it's just fucking. It has everything for. It has something for everybody. If whether you're watching the movie just for sports, it has that. You're watching the movie because it has you know a love story. It has that. Uh, it has the underdog thing. It, fucking. It just it hits on all. It, it checks off all the fucking check marks for me. Uh, I love this fucking movie. Um, I I don't find a lot of people talk about this movie um it's funny because earlier today in one of my chats uh the bono will testify uh, i was talking shit about about uh Raimi, the fucking director uh because uh, i'm not a fan right. i'm not a fan of, of the spider-man films that he, he that he made and uh, and in the as i'm talking shit about this guy and i'm not really talking shit i'm just saying like ah he's eh, he's all right uh he directed you've seen army of darkness you're not allowed to talk about sam Raimi. we're moving on i i i has and i clearly stated i have i'm when i say meh i I'm not talking about those movies. That that's a fucking that's a fair t- uh, assessment. So uh, that's a fair disclaimer. Um, but he also directed my number one for this mountain, which is very difficult <laughs> for me to fucking talk shit about a guy who directed my number one pick for this mountain. So, but it's fucking great. It's fucking great. I love this movie. So, hunger. I don't know if you want to add the perfect game. Uh, I don't want to ruin it. I'm not gonna throw. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. It does come down to the last out. Uh, that's all I'm gonna say. All I'm gonna well, that's say. how most perfect games come down to, Mary. No, because the last out is usually that, no. Because you could get a perfect game through seven innings, and then and it gets fucked up. That's not the last out of the game. That's the last out of your perfect game attempt, not of the game. Well, every perfect game comes down to the last out. 
No, what are you fucking talking about? Every no, no, look, I, I get exactly what you're saying. Game. If you throw in a perfect game, then it at one down point, to it came out. down to the right, last right. Okay, well, right. Uh, all right, it so. It came down to the eighth out. You know what it is. Hunger, Hunger, this is your number four. Do you want to talk about this? You want to, anything I didn't say? Um, yeah, I mean, I don't have much more to say because you really just nailed the, hit the nail on the head with that. Um, you know, the, I think the love story, it's a very realistic presentation of a baseball game uh the bits that they do show um of course vin scully's there always gotta love vin scully um and just the, the supporting cast in general seems perfect uh, john c Riley is the you know the best friend catcher jk simmons is the manager gotta love jk simmons brian cox um you know is the the owner of the team that you know it's costner's father figure um, it's just, it, it's a really great movie. It was hard for me not to put it higher on the list. Wait, Costner's uh, in this one too? <laughs> yeah. 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 That, that's Holy right. Three of, my, three of my four baseball movies are Costner movies. <laughs> Shit, I didn't even realize, <laughs> Look, I didn't even realize not, that. Not, not, to, not to be that guy or anything, but, and I get that awards aren't the end all be all, but didn't Kevin Costner win a Razzie for this movie? Like, isn't it kind of widely accepted he um, didn't do a great job in it? I think he, I know he probably won a Razzie for Waterworld and uh, maybe, uh, what was it, The Postman? Yeah, I feel, um, uh, maybe not, but I feel like he was at least nominated for a Razzie. I, I remember, I remember, because I remember, look, I enjoy this movie. I just also remember it getting getting flack and, and not being very successful. And I, while I never understood exactly why it's just, it's just, it's interesting to me that two of you have it on their list. And like I said, and I enjoy it. It's just weird looking back on it to think that this is a movie that people didn't like. Yeah. I mean, I definitely checked before we got into all this uh, and IMDb only has it at 6.6. 6, uh, so I don't know. I didn't delve okay. into the review or anything, but I was, I, I think you're right as far as I don't know about, you know, yeah, doing awards, but it, it certainly wasn't highly. And that's why I I was surprised that Neary had um, had it on his list because I, I was expecting to be the only one. Buddy, if, there, if there's a love story, there's a chance it's on oh, my yeah. list. If there's a love story somewhere, yeah, there's a chance a, it's on my list, buddy. So you're, you're, you're new to this whole new, this world of Neary, but let me tell you, motherfucking huge sap over here Huge. this dude loves it sappy not only not only is he saying literally because i'm fat he's also saying figuratively because uh, <laughs> there's a lot of it yeah i am uh, I'm, a, I'm a huge sap i love uh, i love the love story brother uh but yeah all right so that's my number one so number ones were sandlot uh bull durham sandlot and for love of the game uh our mountain is almost done our final mountain is the sandlot major league and for love of the game those are the repeats don't know what else you guys want to put up there. Oh. Um, I will put my I will put my vote for a league of their own because it's a fucking league of their own. I don't think I got really got to do much uh, campaigning for a league of their fucking own, guys. But, I, I don't know. know that you need to campaign that much. I think that all of us talked about enjoying it. I know I had it in honorable mentions. I know it made like if nothing else, that seems to be the internet's pick. Of movies that we no didn't. rookie of the year was the internet. Calm yeah. down, Chico. <laughs> Everyone had rookie of the year. Uh, 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 okay, 
okay, but honest to God, look, I get it, right? And and it's and rookie of the year's on your list, but you said yourself. Oh wait, 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 wait! Like, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Tough. There's no there's no room for anything else because I forgot that two of you picked Field of Dreams. There were two Field of Dreams picks, so, weren't there? So that's it. So that's it. Oh that, my God, that's Kevin it. Costner faced twice on this mountain. Just so, Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner. We have the Sandlot, Major League for Love of the Game, and Field of Dreams. Uh, so All that right, but is my the vote is. For the for where we carve Sandlot on there, we put fucking Hercules up there. <laughs> just, the, just the dog. I no, I say gets carved. I say Not Babe Ruth. I say we put I say we put uh, Field of Dream. I say we put Costner's face twice in a row, but both looking at each other, like both facing the, the, the opposite. <laughs> so the and, and in the middle and in the middle. So it's gonna be so it's, it's wild. So it's wild thing. Yeah, and then it's two Kevin Costner's facing each other, and then it's the same Bernard. Yes, that's it. That's that's <laughs> what it is. <laughs> Oh man, uh, that's fun, dude. This has been fun, brother. Uh, listen, uh, do you? I don't know. Um, Hunger, do you have anything to promote? Are you on any other podcasts? Anything else that you that you do? Uh, no, this is actually my first time doing this, so I appreciate you having me on. And uh, oh, that's awesome! Right on, man. Right on. I wish I wish the internet connection w- would be would be stronger, but uh, we loved having you, brother. Uh, the bonus uh, got uh, a great podcast called What You Got. It's on available at the Geek Bro Network at geekbro.net. Make sure you go to. We Geek are. Bro. We are working on ideas that will translate to recording a Zoom meeting right now. Some things that we've tested just don't seem like they're going to play well towards watching a YouTube video, but we are trying to create content in this time when we're not allowed to be together. All right, and uh, and then uh, Lewis uh, used to be able to be heard locally on Power ninety six on a radio station, but he got fired, so he, he you can't do that now. But uh, uh, you could also he was also uh, uh, an employee uh, for the Miami Improv, uh, but you can't go there now because it's closed. So uh, he could be found going. Come watch on- me do stand. What? Come li- come watch me do stand. Oh yeah. Come listen to me on the radio. Uh, did you guys hear that? Did you guys hear that um, UCB like fired a shitload of people through email in the past couple days? Yeah. Well, yeah. Speaking I, of improv, I didn't hear like, it. UCB it fired like everybody through an email in the past few days. Uh-huh. That's terrifying. Well, I that kind of that kind of happened to me. I got an email from the CEO saying, "Hey, we got to reduce costs," and then I got a, a call saying, "Hey, you saw the CEO's email, right?" <laughs> You know what this call is, right? Eesh. And I was like, yeah. So, tough times for everybody. <laughs> um, so, Lewis and I could be found in the unemployment line and uh, six feet away from Eesh. each other. Six feet away from each other. We got to, like, can't separate. Uh, Not in Hialeah. In Hialeah, <laughs> they're humping each other. Uh, so, um, but yeah, check out check out Geek Bro Network for the other podcasts on the Geek Bro Network, including the What's Up Bro podcast, Mamas of Merlot, Better Let Me Tell You, uh, um, Childlike at Best, and uh, the, the Layer. So, make sure you guys check that out. That's geekbro.net. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, hope you guys hit a home run while you're watching, while you're on quarantine. <laughs>